Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And on the line with us right now with that breaking news is John Solomon of JustTheNews.com. That's JustTheNews.com. John Solomon, what do you have for us? A major change of guard underway in Washington, D.C. And no, not just the Republicans taking over the House, but Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker, and her majority leader, Steny Hoyer, are both stepping down. They will not run for re-election. That clears away for a much younger generation of leaders to rise to the top of the House leadership. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries, a young congressman, is likely to be the next uh, Democratic leader in the House, but a major change there. Uh, And both Hoyer and Pelosi are going to stay in Congress, but not as leaders, uh, a real big changing of the guard. And interestingly, that changing of the guard actually will be keep liberals at the top of this party, not the more moderate wing of the party. Hakeem Jeffries really on the the, uh, young, youthful, and energetic far left side of the party. So a a change in personalities, but not a change in direction for the Democratic Party. John Solomon, I just saw this story come across that Republicans say they are going to push ahead with a Hunter Biden probe, despite some warnings from within. What do you know about this? I see that uh, Comer and uh, Jim Jordan, they're the ones, they're two high ranking members expected to helm the powerful committees when Republicans take control of the Congress in January. Yeah, so uh, not much doubt that they're going to. Uh, James Comer was uh, on me on television with me just a few days ago. He plans to subpoena Hunter Biden and James Biden, compel testimony and documents, he says. Uh, and they had a press conference today and reaffirmed that, that they believe that the investigation of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden must go on because there is clear evidence that Joe Biden lied li- li- to the American people, that he was directly involved in his son's business operations and was a financial beneficiary of some of the foreign funds that flowed this way. So they made that one of their top priorities. I thought a more important moment in that news conference was when Jim Jordan, soon to be the House Judiciary Committee chairman, formally accused the FBI of meddling in not one, not two, not three, but four elections. He said when they they opened up the uh, fake Russia collusion investigation in 2016, they meddled in 2018 when they didn't finish up the uh, Robert Mueller uh, investigation, even though they had no evidence of Russia collusion. That meddled in the 2018 election. In 2020, they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop, pressuring um, uh, uh, social media not to allow people to talk about the Hunter Biden laptop and then raiding President Trump's Mar-a-Lago compound one day before the ban on uh, Justice Department political activity before election. In all four of those cases, that constituted the United States government putting their thumb on the election and a pretty strong accusation against an agency that this man will soon oversee as House Judiciary Committee chairman. John, you know a lot of FBI agents. We'd say like 99% of them are good, hardworking people. Uh, what 99% of them are, and uh, what I hear uh, is uh, the individual territories, uh, New York, New Jersey, Harrisburg, uh, are all 99.9% honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington division, they tell me, that is under the direct control of uh, right. uh, of Washington and mm-hmm. the Department of Justice, so and they they've created almost their own squad over there. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that's a very accurate description. And if you look at what the now twenty whistleblowers have told Jim Jordan, 
Chuck Grassley uh, and Ron Johnson. There's 20 whistleblowers that have gone to those three members of Congress. Almost all of them finger the Washington field office, just like John said, as being the source of the politicization of many of the cases. Now, that most if you about. remember, uh, when they uh, went down to Mar-a-Lago, it wasn't the Florida FBI that did it. That's right. It was the squad from Washington. That's 100% right. Yeah, yeah, there's a big bullseye around the Washington field office. Interestingly, the number especially, one, the number especially two, picked as an attack squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, number one, number two officials in that office are remarkably resigning and not going to be there when House Republicans begin to compel testimony. I don't think they'll get away without testifying. But the the special agent in charge and the uh, assistant special agent in charge have both stepped down and retired or moving towards retirement. Uh, so there's a, a change of leadership about to go there. Now the question is, will there be a change of culture? John Solomon, Title 42, that's that policy, the Trump era policy that also Biden used in order to expel migrants. That's going away in about five weeks. So we should be seeing a huge influx of migrants coming into our country. What are you hearing on the ground? Uh, absolute uh, exhaustion from the Border Patrol agents. By the way, a terrible tragedy today. Three Border Patrol agents were shot trying to board a smuggling vessel outside of Puerto Rico. More loss, more suffering for the great men and women of the Border Patrol today. But uh, I had the uh, both the union chief and the deputy union chief for the Border Patrol Agents Union, and they said Title 42's removal will create outer chaos at a border that's already extremely chaotic and dangerous. It will take a one more tool that will uh, prevent Border Patrol agents from sending people back to their home countries, particularly dangerous people, other people very concerned about this uh, uh, on top of all the other things that we already know that are going on uh, at the border. Uh, And very important thing, when you take a look at the October numbers, which just got released, nine suspected terrorists in a single month across the border. What does that tell you? The bad guys think it's easier and easier to get into this country, and they're trying more and more frequently. Uh, in the in fiscal 22, which ended in September, 98 suspected terrorists got across the border. To put that in perspective, that's more, double more, than the total number in the four years that Donald Trump oversaw border security. So a lot of concerns that maybe the next terrorist cell has already crossed the border and in, in a position to cause harm in this great country. Again, how does it happen? And we only got 30 seconds left for you. We can answer it next time is Arizona, a border state, all the criminals coming through, all the drugs coming through. How did they vote Democratic? Uh, You know, I asked the Border Patrol Union what they said. The candidates there spent too much time talking about stolen elections and not enough saying what they would do for the border. They called it a problem of messaging by the candidates. That's from the Border Patrol Union chief. Wow. Well, thank you so much for coming on and keep telling the American people the truth. And that's that's the important thing. Thank you, guys. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.